All right. So um, normally on a weekly TNT basis, we will have our missions moment and worship. Uh, but we wanted to have some extra time doing some games and such tonight. So we are going to kick up worship next week. And so what I'd like to do now is I want to um, first say, doesn't it feel good to be back together? It feels like it's been forever, like a whole summer. So I'm excited to kickstart up. Uh, for those of you who do not know me, just in case you're new, my name is Nick, and I'm one of the pastors here at Fellowship Church. Um, a few things that you need to know about me is, first and foremost, I love Jesus. If you love him, can I get an amen? amen. All right. Jesus has changed my life, and I am excited to serve him. Uh, this is my wife, Laura. She's awesome. You should totally meet her. Okay, there we go. She's cooler than me, and I'm not even ashamed to say that. So be sure to meet her later. Um, a couple things about me. I love to play disc golf. Anybody disc golf? Okay. Um, I like to eat chicken wings. Anybody? Anybody? And I really like to ride my motorcycle. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm cool. In case you were ever wondering, yes, I am cool, mostly. Um, let's see, I really love sports, so that's fun. And um, let's see, uh, a really random fact about me, and I won't give you any details, I'm just going to say this, is uh, when I was younger, I used to race four-wheelers all across the Northeast. Fun fact. So that's all I'm going to leave that. I was, like, not really pro, but I, I could have gone pro, so I decided not to. <laughs> so, so that's just a little bit about me. This is your first time uh, to TNT. And so um, at this time in the night, again, normally we'd have worship and some other things happening. Um, but now what I'd like to do is this is our typical time of the night that we will spend time in Bible study. Okay, And so one of the things that's really important to us here at TNT is studying the Bible together. We want to get in the Bible and understand what it says and how we should respond to it. And so every week we're going to take time to dig into the Bible together. And my hope is that you will become more confident and comfortable reading and understanding the Bible on your own. And so as a side note, if you have not read the Bible ever, if you are just starting to, you've never even picked one up, um, if you have questions about how to read the Bible, how to study the Bible, be sure to talk to one of your leaders. Um, they'd be happy to answer some questions provide you with some resources to help you learn how to read the Bible a little bit better. And uh, if you're wondering, well, what do you mean, who are my leaders? Well, you'll get to know them a little bit later in the evening more specifically, okay? And so another random fact about me is that I love movies. Anybody else love watching movies? Okay, how many of you guys like action movies? Anybody? Okay, okay. How about sci-fi? All right, how about rom-com? Anybody? Okay, okay. There's a few. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so I love movies. I love going to the movies. I love watching movies. Anything movie-related, I'm there. And so I'm going to ask you this, and I'm going to see what your knowledge of movies are, and hopefully we won't date some of ourselves too much here, is how many of you have ever heard of the Mission Impossible movie franchise. Anybody? Okay, that's actually better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Well, the Mission Impossible 
movies, they actually started out as a TV show back in 1966. That's a long time ago, right? That ran for a number of years, and eventually that TV show inspired the movies with Tom Cruise, okay? <laughs> Starting with the first movie in 1996, when a lot of you probably weren't even born yet. That's when the first Mission Impossible movie came out. And so if you have never seen these movies or even heard of them, these movies are based on this character named Ethan Hunt, who's played by Tom Cruise, and he's this special agent with the IMF, the Impossible Missions Force. Mission Impossible, get it? And so these special agents are, you probably can also guess, designated to complete missions that were deemed impossible, right? You kind of following the plot here a little bit? Okay, well, at the beginning of every movie, there's usually this scene where Tom Cruise is given his mission. And they do it in this really deep voice, and it's really insane and intense. So let me give you an example of what happens typically at the beginning of these movies, okay? So check out this short clip. select any two team members, but it is essential that the third team member be Naya Nordolf Hall. She is a civilian and a highly capable professional thief. You have 48 hours to recruit Miss Nordolf Hall and meet me in Seville to receive your assignment. As always, should you or any member of your armed force be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow all knowledge of your actions. And Mr. Hunt, the next time you go on holiday, please be good enough to let us know where you're going. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. If I let you know where I'm going, I won't be on holiday. So, fun fact, that's actually how uh, Mr. Shimp wakes up every morning. <laughs> so, in every one of these movies, they usually say something along the lines of, Your mission should you choose to accept it, right? You probably heard that line in that scene. Well, in every movie, that's what they say, your mission, should you choose to accept it. And then from there, Tom Cruise goes on this epic, action-packed journey of completing this impossible mission, which is ironic because it's called Mission Impossible, yet every movie, as you watch it, as you're watching it, you go, he's going he's gonna to do the mission, right? He's going to do it which is funny to me. But similarly, like Ethan Hunt, like Tom Cruise in these movies, Mission Impossible, when we, as followers of Jesus, place our faith in him, we also are given a mission. And what is that mission? Let me show you. All right, so what we're going to do now is um, if a leader could pass out some Bibles in the back. If you need a Bible, raise your hand. If you have one, um, go ahead and pull it out. And so every week when we do Bible study, we'll have Bibles available if you need one. But I would encourage you to bring one if you have it, okay? A print Bible. Um, and if you don't have one, let us know. We'd be happy to get one to you, okay? So if you need a Bible, raise your hand. 
and we're going to turn to Matthew chapter 28, okay? And if you need help finding the book of Matthew, you can look in the front of your Bible in the table of contents or ask a leader or neighbor nearby. And so Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28. All right. And if you're having trouble finding it, raise your hand. Somebody can help you find it. We want to make sure that you are there and don't miss anything, okay? Matthew chapter 28, okay? So as followers of Jesus, we have a mission. And what is that mission? All right, would someone be willing to read verses 16 through 20? I'll have it on the screen as well, if you'd like. But would somebody like to read verses 16 through 20? Daniel? All right, listen up to my man Daniel. Go ahead, start in verse 16 through verse 20, please. Nice and loud. Thank you very much, Daniel. Appreciate it. So after Jesus' death and resurrection, before he ascended to heaven, Jesus gave the disciples this command, which essentially outlines what he was asking his disciples or his students to do as he prepares to leave. So this is the command, the mission that he gives his disciples, or again, students, this is what he gives to them. And so there's a lot that we could unpack here, okay? But let me first start out by saying, in the original Greek, the command found here in this passage, the emphasis here is make disciples. That's one of the most direct commands found here in this passage. So when you actually get into the Greek, the original language of this book right here, Matthew, the direct command here is to make disciples, and so his command to his followers was to make disciples. And that was the mission he was giving them. And so maybe you've heard this passage called the Great Commission, right? And this is part of why it's called that. And so maybe at some point you have thought to yourself at some point or another, maybe you thought to yourself, okay, what is my purpose in life? What is God want me to do? Why am I here? What is my purpose, right? I mean, every movie, Ethan gets his mission, and the whole movie is about Mission Impossible, right? And then he finishes the mission, and then the movie ends, and then the next one picks up, right? So what about us? What is our mission? What is our purpose? Or maybe you thought to yourself, what does God want me 
to do. And so right here we see part of what we are called to do. And so once we have placed our faith in Jesus, we are called to go and make disciples. And so this is our mission as followers of Jesus. This is your mission to go and make disciples. This is our mission, should you choose to accept it. This is our mission. And so you have this mission, and so it's up to you how you are going to respond to that mission. Because if you follow Jesus, if you have placed your faith in him, this is our mission. And so will you ignore that mission, or will you accept that mission? And so in case you're wondering, those are the two options. Will you ignore this mission that Jesus has given us, or will you accept this mission? You know, and oftentimes we want to add to those options, I'll get to that mission later. I'll do that later. But to choose that option of, I'll get to that mission eventually, to choose that option actually means you're choosing to ignore that mission. But thankfully, this mission from Jesus is not mission impossible. In fact, it's actually mission possible. Why? Because God has given us everything that we need to accomplish this mission. All the tools that we have for this mission are right at our disposal. Not necessarily exploding sunglasses, okay? But we have all the tools that we need. What are some of those tools? God's Word, which is why we spend time every week in it. Prayer, Christ-like community, the local church. We have godly mentors, the Spirit of God, all of these tools to help us accomplish this mission. And so all of these, God has given us. God has assembled the team. And we have a mission. And so the question is, will you choose to accept that mission? And so before you just say yes, I will tell you that this mission isn't easy. Yes, it's mission possible, but that doesn't mean it's easy. Because I don't think they would have made like eight movies of Mission Impossible if the plot was, Ethan, here's your mission. Should you choose to accept it? Five minutes later, mission accomplished, movie over, right? Could you imagine paying to go to a movie, which is like, I don't know, $100 anymore, it feels like. You pay to go to a movie, the mission starts, five minutes later, he's done, end of movie. You'd be like, that's it? That's the whole plot? I want my money back, right? No car explosions, no chase scenes, nothing. They wouldn't have made eight of those movies if that was the plot. And so the mission, while possible, is not always easy or simple. And so in order to complete this mission, it's going to require you to give up something. What is that? Your desires and plans. What you want. And so turn back in your Bible a couple pages to Matthew chapter 16. So just turn a couple pages back to Matthew chapter 16. 
Matthew chapter 16, and we're going to look at verses 24 through 26. Okay, I'll give you a minute to find that again if you need help. Ask a friend. It's all good. All right, would someone be willing to read verses 24 through 26? So just three verses. Gavin, thank you. All right. Awesome. Thank you. So Jesus, right here, he makes it clear. He's saying, if any of you desire to follow me, here's what I'm asking you to do. So have you ever thought to yourself, okay, I want to follow Jesus. What is he asking me to do? Here it is. He says, you must deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. Well, what does that mean? Well, for us today, we see the cross as a symbol of hope because of Jesus' death and resurrection. We see the cross as a symbol of hope. But at the time that Jesus was teaching his disciples, so at the time Jesus was saying this to his disciples, the cross meant one thing, death. When they hear the cross, they automatically connect it with death. Because the purpose of the cross at this point was execution. Because in Rome, criminals will be put on a cross for their actions. And so the cross wasn't about religious ceremonies, traditions, or spiritual feelings. This was a punishment for their actions, and it ended in death. And so when Jesus tells his disciples that they must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow him, they had to give up what they want. They had to essentially put to death their plans and desires and follow Jesus. To say, Jesus, I'm going to follow you, and in order for me to follow you, I have to put you first in every area of my life. Which is why Jesus then says, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Meaning, what would it really mean or matter if you had everything that the world could offer, but yet you are not in a relationship with me? And so although the call to take up our cross is tough, the reward is matchless, meaning we can't even begin to imagine. Because nothing in this world is worth passing up on what Jesus offers. And so that's why Jesus came so that we may have life and have it abundantly, to the full, to the fullest, overflowing life. And so remember, the hope that Jesus gives here in Matthew chapter 16, this is what he's saying. Whoever gives over control, whoever gives over the steering wheel, the gaming controller, that's where you find true hope and purpose and calling when you put Jesus First, But all of this starts first with placing your faith in Jesus Christ. And so if you've never began a relationship with Jesus, I would encourage you to prayerfully consider doing so. Because trust me, following Jesus will be the greatest decision that you have ever made in your life. I've made a lot of decisions in my life. And by far, the best decision is to follow 
Jesus. And so that's, that's the first step in pursuing this mission, is following Jesus, to place your faith in Jesus. And so if you have made that decision to follow Jesus, if you would say here today, yes, Pastor Nick, I follow Jesus, then you know what? You have a mission. God has given you a mission, should you choose to accept it. And that mission is to make disciples. And you know what's crazy is this mission that Jesus gives here, it doesn't have any clauses or parentheses in it. Meaning, Jesus didn't say, once you graduate, then you go and make disciples. Jesus didn't say, once you memorize like a lot of Bible verses, then you can go make disciples. Jesus didn't say, you know what, once you get your life together, then you can go make disciples. And Jesus didn't say, okay, you know what, why don't you have a ton of fun, do all the things you want to do, and then go and make disciples. He doesn't say that. He says, go and make disciples. And so you have a mission if you follow Jesus. And so we are called to go and make disciples now. Again, if you have placed your faith in Jesus, this mission is for you right now. Not later, not when you graduate, not when you memorize all these verses, not when you figure all the life things out. That mission is for right now. And so the question is, for you to think about, is will you accept that mission? Will you accept that mission to go and make disciples. But thankfully, we have a lot of hope here because don't forget what Jesus said at the end of Matthew chapter 28. He says, and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He didn't say, I am with you most of the time. I am with you except on Sundays. I see you, Chick-fil-A. I'm not saying I have office hours. I am with you always to the end of the age. And so you have a mission. You have all the tools that you need before you. And it doesn't matter what age you are, what grade you're in, where you come from, what you've done. If you have placed your faith in Jesus, then you have a mission. And the two options are, from what Jesus has said, the two options are, will you accept it or will you ignore it? Those are the options. And I hope and pray that throughout this semester, when we spend our time in Bible study, that you will choose to accept that mission. Because that's why, as a youth ministry, everything at TNT, everything that we do, our goal is that mission, to make disciples who make disciples. We want to see you guys taking this mission and going and sharing your faith with others, sharing the hope that Jesus offers, and for them to go and share that hope with others. Because I don't know about you, but our world, your schools, could use some hope. And that hope is found in Jesus. And so this semester, our Bible study, our topic, our theme for our time together each week in this part of the night is called Disciple Shift where we will focus on this mission of making disciples. Because if you thought, okay, Pastor Nick, I hear you. I want to learn more about this mission. I'm not sure what that means. 
What does it look like? Well, the whole semester, we are going to focus on understanding how we make disciples. We want to change our perspective from our focus to ourselves to others. And so throughout the semester, we are going to look at a bunch of different topics. How do we define a disciple? What's the goal of discipleship? What do we actually, how do we actually make disciples? What are some characteristics of a disciple? These are the things that we're going to look at throughout the whole course of this semester. And I hope that by the end of our time, that you will know exactly what it means to be a disciple and what it means to then go and make disciples. To say yes to this mission that Jesus has given to each and every one of you. And so it's because of this emphasis on discipleship that we're going to be making a couple of changes and adjustments to what TNT looks like every week. Because again, our mission that Jesus has given us, this isn't mine, Jesus gave us this mission to go and make disciples. And so we want to take that seriously. We want to do whatever we can to go and make disciples. In other words, we want people to follow Jesus. And so it's because of this focus that we're kind of making a couple of changes to how TNT operates every week. And I want to let you know what those changes are so you can be ready for those. So if you have been to TNT before, our weeks are going to look a little bit different, but don't worry, let me explain and I'll show you why. And if you're new, great, this is all new and you can just jump right in, okay? Because again, our goal is to help you pursue Jesus better, to go and make disciples, okay? And so let me just quickly walk you through what to expect every week here at TNT. When you walk through the door, what are you going to expect? Well, when you come in through the door A down here, when you come in that door, you're going to come in and you're going to check in with Miss Abby, and she's going to make sure we're all ready to roll. You have everything that you need. And so when you come in, there's going to be a little iPad just to sign in so we know that you're here, so we can make sure you're all right. Um, you can come down the hallway. We'll have the giveaway table, and you can sign up to receive epic prizes. We're going to have snacks, um, all kinds of different candy. I got some random stuff. I went to Five Below the other day, and I had a blast, okay? <laughs> so we're going to have some sweet prizes every week just to say thanks for coming. And so you can come down here, fill out the giveaway, and you'll have some time to hang out. And then we're going to do some icebreakers together where we can get to know one another. We're going to do some games like we had tonight. We'll do some upfront games. We'll have some prizes for that probably here and there. So again, we want to get to know each other and help you guys connect. And then we'll do announcements. We'll go over what's happening. We'll talk about our missions moment. And what that is, is every week we're going to highlight a different uh, organization that we want to support financially who is also joining in on that mission to follow Jesus. And so we want to help you understand and highlight what God is doing all over the place, both in our church and around the world. And so after that, we're going to spend time singing together. We'll have some of your peers up front leading us in worship, singing, jamming out on the guitar and drums and all that stuff. We're going to worship God together, okay? And then we'll do Bible studies. We're going to get into God's Word together, and it'll be me. We'll have some guests that come in, and they're going to share, but we're going to spend time in God's Word. And then after Bible study, what we'll do is we'll give you some time, and we're going to 
break you guys up into small groups. And so that time is for you to ask questions about what we talked about in the Bible study together. And so you'll get to know your leaders. They have questions to get to know you. And that's a designated time for you to process what we've been talking about. And so if you have questions about the Bible, about Jesus, we want you to ask those questions. And that's why we're here. And so that time is for you to ask those questions because we want you to leave here every week being in deeper, closer relationship with Jesus. And so you get to know some of your friends. And so those small groups are broken down by grade, okay? And again, you'll have time to discuss, process, and reflect on what you have studied. And so one of the, the big adjustments and changes that we're going to make is if you've been to TNT before, normally we begin the night with hanging out in the gym, the activity room, with the games, pool table, the snack shop, all that. Well, what we're going to do is this year we're actually going to bookend end the night with that hangout time, specifically for you to connect. And so, again, that time is for you to, again, you can hang out at the gym, play basketball, we'll do nine square, all that stuff. You can go hang out in the activity room, play foosball. Um, I got a sweet new couch up there, and you guys better treat it nice because it is a nice couch. I'm serious. I love this couch. It's amazing. I have not taken a nap yet, but it's coming, okay? There's foosball, air hockey. There's a Wii. I also heard rumors of a PS4 that might be up there soon, all right? And that's just a time for you guys to hang out with one another. But to have that time at the end of the night also gives each and every one of you opportunities. If you have questions about the Bible, if there are things going on in your life that you want some support or prayer or encouragement, you have time specifically to connect with one of your friends, to connect with the leader, to follow up. You know, maybe you thought, okay, I hear what Pastor Nick's saying in our Bible study. I have questions, but I'm kind of nervous to ask those in our small group, and I really want some time to talk to somebody one-on-one. Well, then that time at the end is designated for you to connect. And so again, you can hang out, go to the snack shop, enjoy all those things, but it also gives you a chance to connect with other leaders. And so every week, when you come in, come down this way, we'll hang out here, and then we'll start the night, just like kind of what we did, including worship and that stuff, and then we'll end the night with hangout time. So after your small groups are over here, a little bit later, then we'll finish the night over in the gym and the activity room. And so that means then, TNT, our time together, will officially conclude at 8.30. So that doesn't mean... When small groups are over, typically that has meant TNT is over. Well, now when small group is over, you're like, oh, man, it's time to go. Wait a minute. We still get time to hang out. So when small group is over, you guys will be dismissed to go hang out in the gym or the game room, okay? And so 8.30 is when TNT ends, not after small group. And so if you have to leave TNT early, you have to have parent permission and make sure you check out outdoor a when you leave okay so just because small groups are over that doesn't mean we're done hanging out you will be dismissed at 8 30 to leave okay give me a thumbs up if you're with me okay good all right again we don't allow you to leave early unless there's a parent to pick you up or they've contacted us okay we just want to make sure that you guys are safe and everything okay so that again is just a little taste 
of what TNT is going to look like every week. So you can know and expect what's going to happen. And so already, some of you guys tonight were like, are we going to hang out? Like, I want to chill. Yes, we're going to hang out. Come on. What do you think I am? And so, again, in a moment, we will dismiss the small groups. And you guys will have some time to get to know your leaders. Not yet. And then we will finish out the night hanging out, connecting, encouraging one another. Okay? So that's what to expect here in our schedule. And so I also want to give you some other expectations of what we are asking of you here tonight. And so I want you to know up front what our expectations are. So that way there's no confusion, there's no awkwardness, there's no, oh, Pastor Nick, I didn't know. Well, here is your time to know, okay? All right, so here are a few things that we ask of you, okay? Number one, when we have our worship and Bible study no cell phones out, okay? We want you to be excited about God's word and digging in together. So no phones. That includes AirPods. If we see them, I'm just going to take them and go, whoo, okay? And don't push me on this, okay? All right. Maybe I'll just swallow it and I'll hear music in my stomach. I don't know. I'll stop there. Okay. That means AirPods, okay? Number two, no PDA. You know what I mean. I'm watching. There you go, okay? Because, again, we want you to be focused on why we're here and no distractions, okay? Number three, clean up trash, okay? If you guys are hanging out in the gym and you're leaving stuff everywhere, I'm going to take it and I'm just going to, like, put it in your backpack and just slowly every week put trash in there. There's probably already trash in there. I'm just going to put more in there, okay? Uh, Number four, use the restroom before you come into large group time, okay? That way we can, again, focus. And then number five, just dress appropriately, okay? Again, we want you to focus on why we're here and minimize distractions, okay? And so these are some of our expectations. Did I skip one? Oh, treat others with kindness and respect. How could I forget that? Thank you, Dr. Miller. Okay, I don't think I need to explain this. We want this to be a place where we're able to have fun and build solid friendships, okay? So, guys, just be nice. Come on. For real. All right. So, next week we are going to look at the question of what is a disciple? So I know I've been talking about this. Next week, we're going to look more at what actually is a disciple. And we're going to look at a passage in the Bible that will help explain a little more of what a disciple actually is. What do we mean by disciple? And so I hope you'll be able to come back and learn more about what this mission looks like for us. Because again, This isn't a question of if you have a mission. The question is, will you accept that mission? And so this is your mission to go and make disciples, should you choose to accept it. And so this semester, we're going to talk all about what that means and what that looks like. Okay. And so I'm going to pray to close out our Bible study time and then do not move after I finish praying. Okay. And I will give you some instructions on what to do next. Okay? Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this opportunity to gather together. Thank you that we can be back in action to worship, to have some fun, to study your word together. God, thank you so much that we are back in a new semester. God, I pray that you would just lead and guide us and that you would help us to um, fulfill this mission of going and making disciples. I thank you for each and every student that is here tonight, and it's in your name we pray. Amen.